Dave and Dujanovic, special coverage of the top national story. We're starting this work week with a crash course in FDIC insurance. What does it cover? What won't it cover? Because of SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, collapsing. Dave, they had $175 billion in deposits, $148 billion of that not insured. Over the over the limit, that two hundred fifty thousand dollar limit, President Biden uh, speaking today on the issue, assuring banking customers whatever you had in that SVB bank or Signature Bank, which also failed in in New York, um, everything's covered. Your deposits will be there when you need them. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks can breathe easier, knowing they'll be able to pay their workers and pay their bills. I guess the question I have, Debbie, is how much of a role should the government have mm. in backing this money, right? The money that's deposited into banks. Because everybody knows as soon as you put that money in the bank, the bank invests it. Sometimes they invest it in bonds. Sometimes they do it in stocks. They have a, a, a million different ways they can invest that money. What they do not do which I think was kind of the original plan for the bank, which is hold this huge sum of cash until I want it back, right? But that's not what the modern bank does now. They don't just lock it in a big vault and hold it for you securely. No, they take that money immediately and they invest it. Who hasn't seen the placard when you walk in the bank, FDIC, or you walk in your credit union, NCUA insured? You know, yeah. gives you confidence. Uh, $250,000 cap on that insurance, but apparently uh, the president blowing that cap out of the water this morning. Shane Stewart, uh, DMBA certified financial planner. Good morning. Good morning. So so let's start with the basics at FDIC 101. Uh, what does that insurance cover? Uh, FDIC insurance covers up to $250,000 per depositor per account uh, or organization. And so, for example, if I have an account that's insured up to 250000 if it's a joint account with my wife, it would be insured up to 500000 because it's per depositor. What if I jump around to different banks? Does that follow me or is it just like two hundred and fifty per name? It, it absolutely does follow you. And you could actually have, and that's actually one of the strategies if you want to really make sure you're covered is if you have more than 250000 you could put it in different institutions under the same name, but different institutions. And then it's covered for 250000 per account because it's a different institutions. Shane Stewart live on the line with us. He's a certified financial planner with Desert Mutual Benefit Administrators. Uh, we're talking to him because of the collapse of, of SVB. Um, and I heard this morning, Shane, there's a, a possible third bank feeling some pressure this morning. Signature Bank also seized by the feds uh, over the weekend. They're out of New York. And I'm looking right. at the FDIC's website right now, and it says it specifically covers checking accounts, um, savings accounts, money markets, time deposits like certificates of deposits, CDs, um, cashier's checks, money orders, other official items issued by the bank. So I suppose if you walked in the bank and you got a $1,000 cashier's check and then 
the feds came in right behind you and, and, and closed the doors and shuttered the windows, that cashier's check would be honored. Um, but it doesn't cover uh, – it does not cover things like mutual funds, crypto. I mean, I I don't have any crypto, but um, right. bond investments, life insurance policies. So I guess it's I guess it's a, a good thing to know a little bit more about this than what I knew uh, until this bank collapsed this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It's giving us an education. And in fact, to, the, to your point about uh, depository types accounts, CDs, money markets, uh, savings, that kind of thing. That's what uh, FDIC and NUCA would protect. There is some protection for other types of accounts, security, stocks, bonds, that kind of thing. It's called SIPC, and that's uh, protected up to 500000 uh, also with a 250000 limit for cash. So there are insurances out there, but all of these insurances, keep in mind, are simply there in case your bank goes under. It's pretty rare for a bank to go under. That's why this is a such an interesting story, because the uh, of these two banks having a little bit of trouble Really, if you're with a if you're with a reputable bank and they have FDIC or N- NCUA insured, you probably don't have too much of a problem. The only problem we have right now is, and I guess I'll I'll, I'll channel my inner FDR. The only thing we have to fear is the fear of, of yeah. losing your money, and that can cause people to do crazy things. Shane, when I look at a bank, you know, we used to take our our huge piles of cash and bury it in the backyard or under the mattress. It, but we didn't want to hold that much money, so we started putting them in a in the bank. Now the bank doesn't just hold our money; they immediately invest it, and they've turned into investors. And there, there's a pressure, I think, to have a good return on investment, right? Whether it's stocks, mm-hmm. bonds, whatever it might be. I I guess I wonder why don't they play by the same rules as every other investor out there that will take your money. And like a mutual fund or a 401k, something like that. That's a good point. And in fact, they're, they're probably going to be some fallout from this in the, to the tune of some things that you're just mentioning, Dave, like some regulations on. There are some uh, what they call depository requirements. They have to have so much money on hand to make good if you did come in and want your money. But they might need to look at those and make those higher or reevaluate the problem that Silicon Valley had is exactly what you said. They made some some pretty big bets on, so to speak, on treasury bonds. And when the interest rates went up, they had to start selling those at a loss. And that's when they started the domino effect of selling at a loss, not having enough to pay their, their depositors. Shano, I want to make it clear, though, this FDIC insurance or NCUA, if you bank at a credit union, it doesn't cover mm-hmm. things like what most of us will probably be impacted by, sadly, identity theft. So if somebody accesses my account and they they get five you know five thousand dollars out of it or, or something like that, FDIC insurance doesn't kick in, but identity theft insurance might help you out with that, right? That's correct. Yeah, this is FDIC and NCUA are simply for the solvency of the credit union or the bank. Uh, otherwise, banks and most banks or credit unions have a little bit of leeway there. If you're defrauded, that they can help you out and help you go get it. But you're right; it does not protect against that kind of uh, foul play. 
Shane Stewart, thank you for joining us, DMBA Certified Financial Planner. Takeaways from the last hour of coverage. We're not done yet. We're going to continue this uh, story in, at, at 1030 and 11 o'clock. I think the future of banks, there's a big question mark. Hmm. I think we're looking at it, and um, th- there's a clear delineation in my mind, the role my bank plays and the role my E-Trade account plays or my 401k and when they're all playing in the same pond mm-hmm. or the same swimming pool, I get a little confused about who's who's doing what. Are you are you just providing the role that I expect you to, mm-hmm. or are you just swimming in totally different places? Yeah, I my takeaway this weekend um, was I, I don't have any idea how my banking institution invests None. all of its deposits. None. I'm clueless. None. I'm totally in the dark. Uh, this one, this one, this bank collapse pretty much came out of the blue. Because when we left here on Thursday, that bank was still standing. Yeah. And by Friday, it had been seized by the feds because there had been a run on billions of dollars. And the thing is shut down and all of a sudden the president's up this morning speaking about it. And until today, if your bank had told you, hey, we're, we're heavily invested in bonds, you would have thought, oh, that's, that's very safe. Nope.